The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, podcasting like for the first time is a jumble of emotions. It's like an expressionist painting. Haven't you heard that before? (laughs) It's like seeing a starry night for the first time. All yeah. It's the same sky we always look at, but it's just we see it so differently. Yeah, it's, it's just like that, actually. <laughs> Especially when you're podcasting for the first time after a week-long break. Right? I feel like we've never gone this long without a podcast, I think. I feel like we have not waited a full week since we like launched with Just Boy Meets World. Like, we've never had... A week where we've only done one podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. It's um, crazy. We are rusty. We are sunburnt. We are unwell. Okay. I don't think you should say we with the sunburnt because I still look like a ghost. <laughs> you do. You do. But do do I look red? Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean I can yeah. I mean it's hard to tell with the the, with like, the lighting. color hue, but it I do yeah. see like coloration is how I would put yeah. it. Yeah, we I spent some time by the beach 
Mm-hmm. It was good. I like the beach. I like the Ocean City, Maryland. I would go back. Now, are you a person who likes to like hang out on the beach? Do you swim? Do you like sunbathe? Like, what do you what do you do if you go to the beach? So this is a unique situation because I went with a gaggle of girls mm-hmm. um, because it was a bachelorette party. So it was like typically when I go to the beach, I like. Like would dip. It was a little too cold for dipping in the water, but mostly I my my main motivation is uh, reading and napping. And I did not nap nor read. It, like you know, it was just so many people, and I like to like chit chat with the people, get to know their lives. That even though I'll never see any of them ever again, so um, <laughs> I was like you know high on alert. But I had a good time. I had like my beach chair. I mm. bought this like clip-on beach umbrella so yeah so even though I was only like exposed to the sun for maybe a half an hour I still got the color the rest of the time I was underneath the umbrella yeah that's that would be my thing I don't really like being out in the sun I prefer the shade so I would be that bitch with like an umbrella just like chilling and I would probably like dip my toes in the ocean a little bit but I'm not really much of someone who really enjoys swimming all that much yeah I I didn't go near the ocean but I was Mm -hmm. full drama full drama so I had um this one swimsuit but my cover-up sis it is a like floor length like black cover up with mm-hmm. a slit full drama i was a movie star did you have like the big floppy hat i have a big floppy hat yes. yeah it's um also black and mm-hmm. it has um, my monogram on it which is chuggy but it's okay i'm sorry what <laughs> Oh, God, we can't get into Chugi. Well, you're the one who just said it, and no one knows what the hell you're talking about. No, 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 no. This is a real thing. Everyone knows what Chugi is. Chugi is what millennials think are, is cool, but it's no longer cool. So, That's what the word Chugi means? Yeah, so a prime example of what is Chugi is, um, like, live, laugh, love signs. Oh, I hate those. Very Chugi. Um, another thing that's chuggy is like Lily Pulitzer. Another thing that is so chuggy. This is what millennials think is cool, but it's actually not cool. And it's said yeah. by like Gen Z is saying yeah, this. Pretty, yeah, yeah, yes. I love how I just learn new things every day. Probably everybody listening to this is like, Jessica, you are so fucking old. And yes, that yeah. is correct. I've no, seen the word are. on Twitter. Yeah. But I honestly didn't care enough to ever look into what yeah. the hell it was. <laughs> Monograms are chuggy. Um, Crocs okay. are chuggy. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, luckily, I don't have any of those things that you just mentioned. So so you're not very chuggy. Harry Potter's very chuggy. Okay. All right. I mean, I could see how it's like, you know, a bit canceled and everything. But like, come on now. The story holds up. It's chuggy. What can I say? It's still well, chuggy. These freaking Gen Z kids need to, like, learn a little bit about life and yeah, then come talk yeah. to me. Side part, chuggy, skinny all right. jeans, Well, you know, chuggy. we can't all pull off a freaking middle part, Gen Z, <laughs> all right? Some of us have a widow's peak and a round face. <laughs> I'm just anyway. telling you what's chuggy. <laughs> I just get offended when someone tells me I can't have my side part. Like, bitch, have you seen my hair? Anyway. Um, today, traditionally, we do our 90s nightcap on uh, Boy Meets World podcast. However... We didn't have a Boy Meets World podcast this week. We took a week off um, between seasons two and three. And we've both had 
you know, not a great week. So we decided today we were going to have a Bev with the pod anyway. And so I'm drinking a Barefoot, as I usually do, a red Moscato. Pink Moscato? Pink Moscato. Or red Moscato. Either way, they're really delicious. It's a sweet wine. It's delish. Yeah. Um, I have my Trader Joe's Frizzante mango flavored. It's already done. So I have nothing. That's, that's how bad. That's how that's how you know it's been a bad week slash day. Yeah. It's like I finished my beverage before the podcast has even started. Totally get it. Um I got one sip out of it left. I got it. <laughs> Get every last drop. Get every yep. last yeah. drop. <laughs> it's done now. Yes. Um. But the good news is, even though we both have shit weeks, this episode of Dawson's Creek, I, I really enjoyed. You know, want to know why? We didn't have Mitch and Gail, like, poo-pooing it up in this episode. And I feel like it's going to be easy for us to talk about because there are only a few different pairs. Like, we really <laughs> focused in. So we're not going to have the, like, spastic ins- like, situation yeah. where we're trying to figure out where the hell to bounce to next. It's pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, you like the um, the the brevete. That's frizzante. Brevete? <laughs> brevete? Brevity? Brevity. Brevante. <laughs> Brevante. <laughs> it's when you're being brief with the drink. Brevante. Brevante. It's like when people say um, like Target is Target. Target. It's brevity. 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 Yeah. Like you're being brief. Brevity. Yeah. Brevity. Yeah, it's brevity. Brevante. But I really prefer Brevante now. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous oh no oh my god so anyway cursed uh, we're here talking season two episode 10 of dawson's creek high risk behavior um we have like limited number of pairs like i was saying so i'm gonna lay them out and then we're gonna decide lay them out speaking of lay them out lay them out Um, just lay them out (laughs) uh we have pacey and dawson jen and dawson pacey and andy dawson and joey chris and abby oh my god uh joey and jack and those are all our pairings like it's so limited this episode and we pretty much can you know separate the storylines between like joey and jack drawing and then we have like dawson and his film and then pacey and andy are like their own thing as well so where would you like to begin well let's take a peek under the towel to see what dawson and pacey (laughs) are up to that's the peek under the towel Yes, yeah, so we start, of course, as always, in Dawson's bedroom, as we usually do. Uh, Dawson and PC are rehearsing Dawson's script. It is fucking ridiculous, first of all. This is yeah. obviously based on Dawson and Joey. And the <laughs> fact that Dawson has the fucking audacity to say that it isn't is insane to me. Oh, yeah. He's in full denial. He denies it. He says it's not. Like, I mean, no other human in this entire earth speaks the way that Dawson does. And the main male character is just spitting Dawson lines. Like, and uh, like ultimately, I just want to know, like, who writes Dawson's lines? Like, who in the writer's room is writing for Dawson? Because yeah. it's ridiculous. And it's the same person that is writing this male character uh, that Dawson's writing about. And, you know, Dawson does the whole thing. Like, do you think this is going to be a good movie? Like, do you think people are going to like this? Like, no, Dawson, because teenagers don't fucking talk this way. And I know we're watching yeah. Dawson's Creek and they do talk this way. But, like, it just... It just feels like it's written very from a naive point of view. Yeah. The only other thing that I've seen where teenagers talk this way is Romeo plus Juliet, 
with Claire Danes and <laughs> um, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. That's the only other teenagers. And that's that based on fucking Shakespeare. So come on. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's like basically Pacey's making fun of it. And he says like he I love how he says like narcissistic writers. And I'm like, yeah, bro, like spot on. This is Dawson just like writing about his own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get into one of the main cruxes of the episode. Uh, Pacey asks why the characters don't end up having sex. And Dawson says that the safe choice is to have them have sex. And he wants to be edgy and cool and make them not have sex. Yeah, I mean, like this script is clearly dark and obtuse, which <laughs> is probably my biggest laugh of the entire episode. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, basically, Pacey thinks that the characters should have sex. Dawson thinks that that's not the risky choice. Um. And Pacey's just like, just because you and Joey didn't do it doesn't mean that your characters don't um can don't like can like are couldn't do it or shouldn't do it. Or, shouldn't yeah. do it. It's like it's not about Joey, Pacey. <sighs> like I can't I can't and we'll get into it do we want to go do we want to go to Jen and Dawson because we're already on the topic of the movie yeah because so Jen has basically replaced Joey as like his producer and um, is doing a phenomenal job like 100%. come on like if it was Joey she'd be like sulking and like floppy hand like ugh, like do you want this flyer it's like whatever but <laughs> like if you want to come it's like totally cool yeah and I think Jen, you do need. Sorry, go ahead. No, like Jen is like really hyped up about this stupid movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that like you need a people person to have being someone like handing out the flyers and getting people in for auditions, and like that just does not seem like Joey's thing. Um, but Jen is really down for it, and I really appreciate that Jen gives constructive criticism and feedback to Dawson. She doesn't just say like, oh, Dawson, you're amazing. You're talented. You're a dreamboat. Like she actually is like, no, this is a better guy for the lead. He's dark and brooding. Your guy is boring. Like, I love that about her. Um, But yeah, and she's like, sexy will always win out over nice. People always cast Tom Hanks. And I could feel your heart breaking when she said this line. Yeah, what what does Jen have against Tom Hanks? (laughs) And Tom Hanks is sexy. Tom Hanks is sexy. He's sexy. Oh, my God. Come on. We need to put a poll out about this because I don't know that I would call Tom Hanks sexy. I feel like he's, like, very nice. I wouldn't call him sexy. Very nice. He's nice and sexy. Mm, I don't know. I think we need a poll on this because I don't know. Like, do we have a specific Tom Hanks, like, at what age or any time? Oh, I would fuck Tom Hanks any any decade. It doesn't matter. <laughs> any decade of Tom Hanks is fuckable. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like we need to put a poll. I'm curious now. Okay. I need to know we'll put a poll. if is Tom Hanks fuckable. Um, but yeah, so she basically says, like, we need a guy that intrigues people. And we get a montage of awful, awful auditions for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they they did get some people. I don't know if this is like the great um the like a great amount of people that they were expecting to get, but yeah. I they there were people and there were some pretty awful people. Um ultimately, I kind of feel like Chris and Abby were really the best actors in the entire in the entire sweep. Yeah, see like I feel like Chris was better than Abby. I don't know that Abby can really pull off being a Joey, to be honest, but I felt like Chris did a decent job. Um, and this is um, this is when Chris asks, like, oh, well, why why don't they have sex like they should have sex? Um, 
And it's like, okay, now he's had two people say that. Mm-hmm. And not for nothing, but I mean, I don't know for sure, but I felt like this was like a teen drama movie, right? Like, is he trying to make this for adults? Because I feel like if you have teenagers giving you feedback that the characters should have had sex, you probably should take that to heart, you know? Um, I think that it's meant to be for teenagers, but it, only teenagers like Dawson Leary. <laughs> That's so. fair, which there aren't very many of. No, there's one. Yeah. Dawson's one of a kind. At least that's the case. Yeah. I like how Chris only wants to sign up for this movie because he's looking forward to the rap party. That's all he cares about. And I, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I feel like it's so strange for him to ask Abby to audition with him because of what she just said about him in the last ep- in the election. Not the last one. Is it? Well, it would have been yeah. the last one. Yeah. The yeah. election episode. Like she basically was like, oh, I'm just using that idiot, that penis with a no brain cells or whatever she calls him just to get this gig. You know, like I actually he's a stupid idiot. I don't even think that would bother Chris, to be honest with you. Like Chris is like knows who Chris is, you know, Mm -hmm. like he knows his deal. So I don't even think that would bother Chris to be called a stupid idiot. That's fair. He probably doesn't. He probably is like, yeah, I am a stupid idiot. Sounds fine. Let's go audition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's going to be a nonstop party. It's like, have you met Dawson? Like, what kind of party do you think that Dawson's going to be throwing? He's, he's going to be, like, giving out, like, um miniature, like, cucumber sandwiches at his, like, wrap oh, party. And, yeah. like, no alcohol allowed. Like, no. only water. Not even soda because it's bad for you. Like, right. I just feel like he would, yeah, he would be that guy who has the most lame-ass, like, jazz music in the background. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is, and you know what? He comes in and he's wearing like a tux or like a fancy suit and like he's the only one who dressed up for it (laughs) oh yeah yeah uh and then yeah and then of course he's gonna have his movie viewing he's going so that's what's gonna happen in the in the rap party oh i can totally see it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then he's going to literally send an invitation to spielberg Oh my god, you're so right. He really would. And he would never get anything back and he would like cry no. himself to sleep every night about it. And like yeah. cuddle his E.T. doll while he Even does. Even if you send a Christmas card to the queen, she sends you a letter <laughs> back, but not Spielberg. No, he's too good for that stuff. No. Um, so after all of the, the auditions, Jen basically calls Dawson out about the script being about him and Joey. And again, he denies <laughs> it again. And it's like Dawson... Like, all of these people know who you are, okay? They know your history. It's very obvious who this is about. Right, yeah. Um, And then Jen, like, plays the mark. I thought that was important to you, too. Jen, you can't. Again, this episode, it's like, how many episodes in a row are we going to have these mixed signals from Jen? You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Like, she gets very, um, like, pity party as well because she's like, oh, yeah. oh what is it that you even liked about me? Oh, that is the worst Ugh. question. Have you ever been asked that by a guy? Yeah, I definitely oh, have. Yeah. I, I have it. too. I hate that question. What do you like about me? It's like, not that question. Yeah, exactly. I don't like pitying you, so stop asking. Yeah. And it's it's really, it's just awkward. And then it's so strange because like, she's like, oh, you were sexy. It's like, what? I thought now we were, were? just friends. And now, yeah, exactly. Were. Um, and Jen tells Dawson that Chris is right, that the, the young lovers, ugh, I hate that word, um, should have sex. And Dawson, I want to make the less obvious choice. 
And then we get this like stinger from Jen. Um, if you'd gone for a less obvious girl, maybe your ending would be different. Maybe if you didn't break up with Dawson, then maybe you still would be together. This is what I don't understand. Jen acts like it's his fault. She ended things. Not only did she end things, but then when she had the chance to get back together with him, oh, I don't know, just fucking last episode, she said, no, we should just be friends. It's like, how is it that you are saying all these things and not realizing how silly you sound? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, I mean... He she broke up with him. Then she was like, I don't want to be friends. And then we get like this back and forth, back and forth about friends, not friends. Take kissing is yeah. too far. But why don't you like me? It's it's very exhausting. Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. It is. It's extremely exhausting. It's very annoying. And I just feel like for someone like Jen, who says that she really likes people who are just like blunt, straight to the point, you know, all of that. It just feels like she just speaks in riddles sometimes just like Dawson does. It's like, just say how you feel. Like, if you want to be with him, be with him. If you don't, don't. Like, stop beating around the bush. Stop making insinuations like, oh, well, you, I could have been your leading lady. Like, first of all, (laughs) disgusting. Disgusting. Um, Uh, Ugh. Ugh. So Dawson is, like, walking by the docks and Jen sees him. She goes out to talk to him. And then they're like, oh, they, you know, they get like sappy against more sappy conversation conversations. As you said, she says, like, I could have been your leading lady. And then he's like, well, maybe I should have picked you. Sometimes I think about it more often than I'd like to admit. This makes no sense to me. Like, again, we haven't Joey and Dawson haven't been broken up very long. And so, like, I feel like he spent so long mourning, like, how many Creek Weeks did he spend in agony over being broken up with with Jen? And then supposedly he was, like, in love with Joey. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, poof, Joey's gone. And he wrote this whole movie about their relationship. And then all of a sudden he's just over it and is, like, cool with being with Jen, it makes no sense. Yeah, I honestly think that he spent more time mourning his relationship with Jen than he did with Joey. But he's acting like Joey was like the love of his life. Again, yeah, this, it makes no sense. And it feels like what's weird is that it feels like a rebound, but like it doesn't because they've been together before. So it just feels like kind of awkward and weird. And Jen is all over the place with it. It's just it basically, yeah, it's just ridiculous. And Jen basically insists that, like, it's not real life to resist your urges. This is 1998. Hmm. Sex is always a risky choice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So then we get this whole thing about how lust is more interesting than love. Like, you don't always have sex with somebody because you're in love with them. Sometimes it's like you're getting over somebody else or you're just like it's a distraction or you're in denial about something. And then that's when sex becomes interesting and not the obvious choice. And then um, she goes, I think you uh, think about rewrite. You still have time. So think about, you know, rewriting your future. You still have time to end up with me. Exactly. Essentially what she's saying. Yeah. I basically want to replace Joey as your leading lady, Um, Mm -hmm. which like I... I feel like she's saying two different things, right? She's telling her, she's telling Dawson that the two main characters should have sex in his script. But she's also saying, oh, but rewrite the ending so that I end up with you in the script. It doesn't make sense. It feels like she's just using this as a way to like make Dawson like 
fall back in love with her or like be with her again I don't disagree with her though about her saying that like sex can be about different things and also Dawson says earlier it's like it's not about lust it's about love and Jen's like well there can be romantic sex it's not all just like lustful sex um I do agree with her and I feel like this is where Dawson's like inexperience is going against him right like he just doesn't have that experience to draw from so he he's not writing a complete story he's not writing a realistic story as a result yeah it's 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 a little like I feel like Jen is pulling a long con. Like I yeah. feel like she had like a 12 step plan with Abby <laughs> and this is all part of the plan. Um, it's pretty nutty. So, yeah, Dawson is working on his rewrite in his like. 1997 old laptop with the black screen and the green writing you're just like beep boop beep yeah it's like dos right i think it's like a dos based system yeah yeah that's like the thing where like you just op- like turned on the computer and you don't even have like a desktop it just like opens up to like a screen where you type anyway yeah it's like I remember, gosh, so, so crazy. Um, And he decides to go to Jen's room. He, like, puts away the photo of Joey that he, like, keeps by his bed. Not creepy at all. And he's like, I've been thinking about what you said. It's like his jerk-off station. We all know it, right? Like, it's on his nightstand. Like, you know there's, like, lotion and tissues and shit nearby. Like, what a creepo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, It was time to put that photo away, but it still, still lingers. Um, it's like one of those like double sided picture frames where one side is Joey and the other side is Jen. <laughs> he just has the two pictures and he swaps in and out. Oh yeah. my god, you know he's that type of person. Yes. Is, yeah, what's my what's my flavor of the day? Oh, um, do I wanna go blonde or brunette today? Yeah. Girl next door or naughty girl from the city? <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> what am I in the mood for today? Um, so he goes through Jen's window, not a Grams in sight. Um, and he decides seen Grams in like, how many episodes has she even been in this season? Maybe like episode (laughs) one. I don't even know. Like, where is Grams? Um, we, I miss Grams once again, you know, be careful what you wish for because you complain about Grams and then next thing you know, you get no Grams. I guess it's not that I have a problem. Well, I, I don't like Grams, but I will say that, like, it is strange that Jen just gets away with all this shit when before Grams was, like, breathing down her fucking neck 24-7. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now all of a sudden she's just, like, unsupervised all the time. Like, how is it that Dawson is able to climb in Graham's or climb in Jen's window? Like, I feel like Graham would have glued that shit shut. You know what I mean? After Jen- that Billy situation? Come on now. Yeah. Um, I think Jen murdered Grams. <laughs> she was like, I want to live here alone. You're harsh in my buzz, Grams. Yeah, I think Jen murdered Grams. She's like kind of like the Bates Motel, like in a rocking chair <laughs> in her bedroom. And she's like, oh, Grams isn't well. Like, please don't knock on the door. Don't disturb Grams. And like, she's just living her life like raging. It wouldn't be surprising. She has gone on down a, like a dark spiral this season. So I feel like Abby would have helped her. Like, okay, where do we hide the body? You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. Abby is that bitch. Like she'll help. Oh yeah. Abby, Abby definitely helped. That's step number seven in the 12 part plan <laughs> to go. get Dawson back. Um, so yeah, they, he decides to kiss her and he's like, don't ask my motive. And she's like, I know better not to. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't 
don't know. But now all of a sudden they're like hardcore making out, making in, out in on the bed. bed. And we yeah. do get like a to be continued at the end of the episode. So like all of these, we don't know. We he could have sex with her. Like we don't know. Our first to be continued. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to, about it too. I to love a, t- a TBC to be continued. So where do we want to go? So that's kind of the end of their storyline. How do you feel knowing that Dawson and Jen are now like hooking up potential? I mean, I feel like Dawson is not the type to just hook up with somebody and move on. Like it's going to turn into something. So, I mean, I don't know if this is just me being like a like a troublemaker, but I I like it. Like I like that, you know, um, we're going to get some more spice. Um, I'm. Here for the drama, you know? Yeah. Like, we come for the fun, stay for the drama. Um yeah. I I mean, and I, I don't even think, like, I I think that Jen is good for Dawson. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think Dawson's good for Jen. Like, when they were first dating, um, I think my main issue was how judgy Dawson was. But I feel like he's kind of, like, she's helping him expand his mind, which I think is kind of something that she mentioned earlier mm-hmm. about um, when Dawson was saying like what he liked about Jen. I think yeah, he, he said was- something like, like you open my mind to things. Yeah. She's like his regressive, like support mentor or whatever. <laughs> Re- regression specialist or sponsor, whatever. It was. Sponsor. Sponsor. It was. Yeah. Regression sponsor. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I'm here for the drama of it. I'm curious to see what will happen. Like what are the repercussions? Like what happens when Joey finds out what's her reaction and on and on and on. I think it's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting pairing to kind of get them back. We haven't seen them together in a while and who knows if they're even going to be like together together. Right. Like, we yeah. could see that Jen is like, eh, nah, I changed my mind again. Like, totally oh God, possible yeah. for that to happen. Um, yeah. But I'm at this point it. in time, I'm definitely more, like, pro-Dawson and Jen versus Dawson and Joey. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, I don't think that Dawson and Joey help each other grow. No, I think that we discussed this in the past that like yeah. because Joey and Dawson grew up with each other, they're not expanding their horizons at all being together. And it feels like Joey can't be her true self when she's around Dawson because she wants to explore this art thing. And right now, and we'll get into it, um, Jack is the guy who's helping her explore that side of her personality and explore that side of herself. I feel like Dawson is too much enamored with himself to mm-hmm. really have time to take into take somebody else's passion into account, right? So take someone huh. else's, like, not hobby, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Into account. And she, like, embarrasses him. So, like, we get the scene where he's passing out flyers and Joey, he sees Joey and asks Joey what she's up to. And she's, like, painting, like, the nude art. Mm -hmm. And he totally, like, embarrasses her. He's like, oh, little Joey Potter, like, you working on those nudes? I really didn't like that. Like, he basically treats her like the kid that he grew up with. Right. But she's not a kid anymore. And he knows that. Like, they're both teenagers. Like, they've been together. He mm-hmm. should know better than to. It just feels like he's intentionally like poking at her. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know, she's like, no, like I'm like handling it fine. And he's like, are you really handling it fine? And then she like gives in. She's like, well, like I broke twelve pencils, like, yeah. but I'm not little Joey Potter anymore. Yeah. Um. And we do see that like she is 
there's something there. Like, this is why I think it's going to be a huge thing when Joey finds out about Jen and Dawson. Because there is, like, some tension and some awkwardness when he when she notices that Jen is his new producer. Like, there's certainly some kind. There's going to be some right. type of jealousy. Something like that. Um, which I guess I understand. Even though Joey is the one who broke things off, she still has feelings. She can't, you know, it, she might feel some sort of way if she knows that... What I guarantee will probably happen is Joey's going to be like, oh, I guess I meant nothing to you if you went straight back to Jen, you know? I mean, it's a good argument, too. Yeah. I don't know how many Creek Weeks it's been since they broke up. It's been at least, like, I would argue, like, five Creek Weeks, maybe six Yeah, weeks. Yeah, unlimited amounts of Creek yes. Weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but, you know, Dawson doesn't even have time to tell Joey what the movie's about because he GTGs. He has to um, mm-hmm. continue to hand out the flyers. So, whatever. Yeah. But, you know who does care about Joey's art? <laughs> Jack loves to see Joey's art. Um, the towel master himself. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. First of all, first of all, Jack. I love how he critiques her art and I'm just like, I don't understand Jack. Like, is he just like a connoisseur of art? Does he just appreciate art? We've never seen him actually draw anything. And yet he's talking about, oh, the shading looks great here in the the curvature of the thigh and like whatever he said. Yeah, he has a subscription to National Geographic. So <laughs> um, he to- and like the natural history museum magazine and like moma magazine so i think like he's well read about these things but obviously Mm -hmm. like he does has no art experience so um yeah so he spills coffee all over that was chocolate milk Oh, chocolate milk. Well, it had to be because he was drinking it out of one of those like old school plastic cups that like everybody had in school. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking who walks around with an open container of chocolate milk out in like the courtyard of your school? (laughs) Wait, chocolate milk? Did you see the glass it was in? It was in one of those. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's in one of those like they're kind of like marbleized plastic cups with an open top. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's kind of, like, blurry looking. Like, you can't see straight through it. And they sometimes come in, like, a color. Like, usually, like, a weird yellowy color. Okay. Let's dig in deep here. I thought it was coffee or, like, at the very least, hot it, chocolate. It could... Well, it just wasn't in a hot cup. Like, it wasn't in a cup that you would put hot beverages in. It was in a cup that you would put cold beverages in. Well, what is up with this guy? Why is he spilling so much? He's a klutz. And not only that, but he drinks chocolate milk in the morning. It's weird. (laughs) Maybe that's the problem. She's drinking a Diet Coke in the morning. How about that? Love that sponsorship for them, by the way. I noticed that as well. Logos out, people. Um, Yeah, he's definitely drinking. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's it's one of the. Okay, so this is like those plastic yellow slash green cups. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't know what they're called. Anybody knows the name. Let me know. And he's drinking with a straw. Yeah. I mean, I love a straw, but. Okay. um, Okay. So I see. I see what this is. Um, Also, I love how in this scene, if you watch it back again, 
when he spills it over, the first thing he does is smushes it around. He doesn't even try to pick up the glass. Why he just smushes it around. Not helpful. Yeah, it's like it's a puddle, and he's like spreads the puddle throughout. Yeah. He's like, oh it's no, awful. oh no, oh no, oh no. Let me smush it around some more. This is oh my god, oh my god. What if, what if, what if Jack is just like a long con player like Jen is, right? What if he's built up this clumsiness over the yeah. past couple of months with Joey, right? He's like played into it he's like on purpose knocked things over acted like a klutz just to get like oh i'm so dopey doity 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 like you know what i mean like acting like super klutzy just so in this moment he catches her off guard he purposefully spills a drink oops spills a drink whoops spreads it all around and he's like guess i'm gonna have to pose nude now Ah, shucks uh, yeah i mean i just watched it three times back and there is a lot of spreading of this this uh, is what i'm saying what if oh my i love God. how like so we funny. we have the craziest like conspiracy theories about the show but this one i feel like could work. It could yeah. work. Look at this. Look at this. I just showed you this. <laughs> Look at him. What is he doing? He's just spreading it. He's spreading that chocolate milk everywhere. Well, it's not. It's just like full palm spreading it. Smush, 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 smush. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Oops, oopsies. Whoopsies. Yeah, Whoops. it's ridiculous. He apologizes. He's like, oh, what can I do? And not two minutes later, he's by her locker being like, I have to pose for you naked now. <laughs> idea not like hey like let me take my wages from like the crab shack and get this model back like let me yeah uh, pose nude for you yeah perfect idea yeah and this is like um this is when joey is like not every moment with you is sexually charged like what 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 (laughs) yeah that means that she doesn't find him that attractive yeah, and then we get the like um Jack Shelling like soggy blondes. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. He's in a towel. They're both obviously very uncomfortable. They of course have to mention Titanic. It's they have to. Whenever someone is drawing somebody else that's even remotely undressed, it has to be a Titanic moment. Yeah, role reversal. I like it. Yeah. Um and this is when, like, uh, Joey says, like, I'm too uncomfortable. We can't do this. She asks Jack to get dressed. She knocks over the canvas. He stands to help and, bloop, towel to the ground. Yeah, which was probably also planned. 100%. You know, as soon as he, like, laid down, he, like, untucked it a little bit <laughs> just to be ready for that moment. I love this conspiracy theory. I'm yeah, all on board Might as now. well stay now. It's yes. like, she's, like, she's clearly uncomfortable, this yeah. poor girl. Now she has to look at your penis right in her face. It is right in her face. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, but you know what? Now the pressure's off, so now mm-hmm. he can go sit for the uh for the drawing i also don't understand like based on the way he was posing right like she could have not even seen his dick the whole time oh because yeah. he could have just like laid like that and moved his leg over and then yeah. took the towel off and she wouldn't even have had to see his dick what you know a, what, what I mean? a rip off yeah i was i thought we were going to see some things <laughs> on network television i thought we were gonna get full frontal dick uh, I don't know. This is not Game of Thrones, but I thought we were going to see something. Um, yeah, like he could have put a sock on it. Like there's plenty of things that he could have done to avoid this whole situation. I'm picturing 
picturing him going to like the only sex shop in Capeside and buying one of those like um those like thongs that it's like an elephant's trunk. <laughs> Who runs that? the sex shop in Capeside? Oh God, Abby's parents. No, Abby's parent. Abby's parents. No, are they're too rich. rich. They're too rich for that. I don't know. Like creepy Todd. <gasps> Creepy Todd. Creepy Todd definitely works there. I don't think you could have underage children working there. But there is. Who cares? Mm. Yeah. No. It's his family. But yeah. So Joey's like all proud of herself because people assume she couldn't do it. And she says, art lets me take chances. I feel like I'm doing something special. That's just for me. Yeah. Yeah. Art is risky. Um, Is art risky? Do I just not understand art? You definitely don't understand art like 110%. <laughs> like that's not like like that's not the question. Um <laughs> I definitely don't understand art. I especially don't understand like the abstract stuff at yeah, all. Yeah. At all. I mean I don't feel risky with when I buy art. I mean, I guess like for artists they could feel risky. It does not art is not dangerous per se unless the subject matter is dangerous. Um I that's fair. I just it's weird to me she's like art is about a world of uncertainty and that makes it scary. I don't know what these people are talking about. I just I didn't understand anything that they were talking about and I was like do I just not understand art or is what they're saying complete gibberish? Both. Could be both. Could be both. 110% yeah. both. both. <laughs> so yeah, she's like what makes you scared? And sex. Jack says sex. Even though sure. he's not a virgin. He's still not a vir- of sex. He's only had sex once, though. Basically was, a virgin. I want to know who he had sex with. Was it the same con? It was someone he posed nude for. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is his, this is his, this is, um, so he does it. Well, These was he steps. popular at his old school? Oh, uh, we don't know. But I would assume based on his personality, <laughs> No. Based on having a personality of a tree branch, probably not. <laughs> he has the personality of the paintbrush that Joey's using. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, not even like a sponge. Yeah, and Jack says so. Joey asks like what it's like. Jack says it's hard to describe. He's not good at expressing himself. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. <laughs> uh, yeah. The feel just I don't want to go into the gory details, just the feeling of it. Describe it as art. Um It's like this is like porn for them. Oh no, like they were both well, clearly they were both turned on, but like she was very into this conversation. Like she entranced. was stop. She's not tramp. No, I said entranced. Oh, I thought you said tramp. <laughs> She's a tramp. That's what I thought you said. I'm like, that's so rude, Jessica. That's so harsh. No, I Why said you call her a tramp? <laughs> a tramp. What a tramp for thinking art is sexy, Joey. <laughs> I so thought ridiculous. it was pretty harsh, but I was like, whatever. It's um, way harsh tie. Way harsh ties. So they're both like really into this whole sex talk. Mm-hmm. It's like sexting with art analogies. Um, the phone rings and Jack and Joey realize that Jack has a full on erection. Yeah. Full on boner. Um, Joey sees it. Jack notices. It's all awkward. Jack apologizes. Is this going to screw things up for us? Mm. Um, yeah. And this is like, 
Yeah, it's like, it's so awkward. Like, it's like obvious there's heat and they keep like moving towards one another. If you ever want to explore your curiosity, I'm available. Um, and I feel like, okay, I feel like the next line that Jack says, I'm just a guy who finds it really hard not to want to hold you. That's not sexy talk, Jack. Like, go back to the exploring Van Gogh's paintings and shit. Like, wanting to hold somebody to me reads more, uh, like, lovey-dovey than it does sexy talk. You know what I mean? I don't, I mean, I... First, when I met Jack, I was like, oh, this is going to be the heartthrob. Like, you know, like Pacey's like kind of grody, like Dawson's a wet blanket. But like Jack, like literally is the opposite of sexy. Yeah, I don't find him sexy at all. I mean, obviously, he's also portraying a teenager, but I just don't find the way he approaches all of this to be sexy Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, two scared people cancel each other out. It's like, that's not how that works. Um, but they, like, they kiss, they're, like, making out. Again, we get a to-be-continued, so we don't know exactly where this is going, but we saw Mm -hmm. them making out on the couch. Yeah. Did you like Joey's drawing? Um, it was fine. It was, like, not anything to write home about, but I think, like, she's a new artist, so I feel like it tracks. Okay. Better than her singing... Oh, my God, yeah. She could have drawn a fucking stick figure. (laughs) (laughs) But I... Was not feeling it. No. But I mean, this is like what her like first or second art class. So I feel like Uh, it takes a long time to be really good at anything. Yeah. All right. So. So how do you feel about this? Like we got to be continued. How are you feeling about the Jack Joey progression? I don't like it. was coming, right? Like we all saw this coming. Yeah. No, like I knew it was coming. I don't know if I like it as much as I thought that I was going to like it. I was very excited when they first kissed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not I don't like I don't really like this couple, to be honest. I just with you. find Jack really boring. And even though we mo- know more about him than we did before, I still he needs something else. Like he needs yeah. more of a character. He needs just more than just being clumsy and maybe, liking art. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I need a storyline uh, with Jack on his own or with or other Or Jack people. with the guys or something would be yeah. interesting. Although yeah. he's not hanging out with Dawson. So I think no, maybe if the, he hangs out with Pacey, like maybe that could be something. And then that, that would could be something. That could yeah. be something. I just, yeah, I really just don't. I'm not really a big Jack fan. Um, yeah. Definitely a low tier McPhee. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 100%. Yeah, 1,000%. And speaking of McPhee's, we got to talk about Pacey and Andy, uh, the standable couple in this episode for obvious reasons. Um, Pacey got tested for HIV because Andy, like, suggested it. Very sweet, very smart thing to do, Pacey. Good job being smart and responsible. Um, And Andy's, like, surprised. She's like, oh, I didn't think that you you would do it just because I asked. And... Like, she thinks that he wants to have sex with her because he got tested. Um, And they kind of, like, have an awkward exchange about sex. Like, you could tell they both, like, kind of think sort of they're ready, but they don't really want to be the first one to, like, say they're ready. 
Um, and Pacey doesn't want to rush it, which Andy does agree. Yeah, um, I thought this was like really, really, you know, I felt like it was sweet. I think that um, I really like that Pacey, it's very obvious that Pacey like really, really likes her and mm-hmm. is trying to be respectful of her wishes throughout this episode. Um, and, you know, she is, even though he's not that experienced, he's more experienced than her who has zero experience so she definitely has like you know as a young kid like or girl you think that like you I mean I don't know if you felt that way but I definitely like romanticized like what my first time would be like and I had like specific things in mind and of course like you saw I don't know I probably saw American Pie before I lost my virginity and like you like you had the tunes on it had to be like on prom (laughs) night and like you know all that sort of stuff and you know like you know before you lose it like most people don't have that like picture perfect romance like no it's usually your first time isn't like that um no yeah so we get Andy picking up her prescription uh, Pacey just happens to be there at the same time. I, I really didn't like this from Pacey. I think it's a different time now and you wouldn't see someone doing this. But he like grabs the bag. He opens it. He looks at what the script is. Like I just feel like some things are still private and like yeah. probably shouldn't do that. So he sees that it's no. Xanax. She lies and says that it's her mom's. Um, I'm not sure if her mom's name actually is Andrea um, or if she just lied because Pacey wouldn't know her mom's name anyway. Um, But I, I really didn't didn't like this from Pacey. No, I didn't like that he, like, opened up the bag. It's like, if she's like, you know, don't open up the bag, then he shouldn't open up the bag. And yeah. she was just like, you and know. You can tell she's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. So, but she turns it around really quickly because that's kind of Andy's specialty. Yeah. Um, Pacey's looking at condoms. And he's like, oh, I don't even know how I got here. I uh, just, like, showed up and, like, here I am <laughs> in the condom section. Maybe it's a sign. Yeah. She's open to it. Like, she knows, like, you know better to be prepared than not prepared and they are looking at the different types and they um you know went away from the durex like i suggested previously (laughs) landed on the trojans yeah Um, classic it's a classic yeah uh this one in particular is designed for women's extra pleasure which um never i'm like I never understood like the different shapes. It never. They don't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. There are some that are bad and some that are better, but it doesn't matter. And I I love this philosophy that Andy has of like, okay, maybe we aren't ready like this this moment, but we might as well get them because when we are ready, we want to be able to already have them. I appreciate that thoughtfulness from Andy. Um, And this is when we get like what you were talking about with Andy wants it to be special. So you tell I'm going to read out Andy's description of her perfect first time like evening. And you Mm -hmm. tell me your thoughts. We have Mm -hmm. French restaurant, uh, like a moonlit walk on the boulevard or whatever. And then a night at a historical bed and breakfast. (laughs) She's 60 years old. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought. I was like. I, first of all, I don't really like staying in bed and breakfasts. I don't like old creaky houses. Like, I I prefer if I'm going away for it to be a little bit more modern, like cleaned up. I would not want to stay at a and b First of all, you are not alone at a and b There are other people staying at a and b A fancy fucking French restaurant in the creek? Where the fuck are you finding one of those? <laughs> it exists. They were there. 
Um, I have been to a few bed and breakfasts with Drew, but I do enjoy um, historical homes, so it's a little bit different. For yeah, me, not not but, for me, but I agree. Yeah. I feel like this is a very like old lady romantic thing. Yeah. Um, and Shh, lavender candles. Not my favorite scent. It, I would never no. Not S- not for me. Yes, um, Sinatra or someone equally old style and romantic for music. Not the worst choice, but I just feel like I don't know. But maybe I would want something a little bit more of the times. Um, but even like a Marvin Gaye over Sinatra, I think. But sure, I don't know. It's fine. That, the music doesn't bother me as much. Um, music choice, I should say. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Andy's vision is a little bit like you said. Like, how old are you, Andy? Like, you're supposed to be like 15. <laughs> There's, I just had a flashback. There's like this song called Bed by Jay Holiday. And it's like an R&B song. And when I was in college, my sweet mate played that song for three hours straight. Because, you know. She had it on repeat while she was having sex? <laughs> for like literally, like it was Why wouldn't repeat. you have it like a shuffle of a playlist? Like why are you putting it on re- three hours? Three hours? That's <laughs> the same song for three hours like that's a long yeah. that's a lot of sex three hours <laughs> it was a very long night and Dude, it was she really, must have been really like loud sore the next day oh the music or the, ugh, i don't want to know it was really <laughs> loud too ugh. that was when my roommate and i were afraid to leave our room <laughs> um good times we love college um, definitely not Sinatra that night. No, but still three hours. Oh my goodness. Yeah, um, at least Sinatra time. has a nice like full category you could listen to for three hours. <laughs> um, yeah. So Pacey says he would love to help her make it a memorable evening. Like when they're ready, he would love to try to make it memorable for her. And yeah. she's like, Pacey, I want to jump you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this is kind of like where I almost take issue with this episode because Pacey then plans um, and takes her out for her perfect night. So it's the dinner and the walk and the bed and breakfast. And like he blindfolds Andy, brings her in. It's like fully decked out with candles. And like Andy is like, I don't know if I should be touched or like terrified. Um, And I guess my issue with this is, is that like, Pacey says he did this not because he wanted to have sex necessarily. It's because he wanted to give her like the perfect night because she's special. But then it's like, so now she's used up her perfect night (laughs) and she didn't even have sex. And now you've kind of taken away her picture perfect night for her. Because what, you're going to do it all again? Like when it's actually time? No. So like, don't you feel like it's a little bit messed up? Like, or like he did think that they were going to wind up having sex and he pushed her into having her perfect night. Yeah. It was too soon for this move. I think that it was a bit strange. Like, I can totally see where PC's coming from and that he wants to give her her fantasy evening regardless. But I do feel like the moment that you do all of those things and why would you bring her to a bed and breakfast if you're not going to, like, stay there? Like, it just seems like you, even if he's doing it unintentionally, it feels like he's putting the pressure on, like this is going to happen now because we're here and we just did all of those things. I do kind of agree with you. I understand like 
his point of view and like where he's coming from but I think that if I'm Andy I'm upset because now there's like pressure to do it even though she doesn't feel ready and like you said you kind of used up your your ideal you know night your fantasy night if you will yeah I I didn't I didn't totally love this like I wasn't mad at him but I didn't I didn't love it yeah um so he says some really nice things like you make me feel like maybe there's hope for my pathetic existence I'm so lucky um Andy really, really, really loves to hear like these romantic musings. Like yeah. whenever he says these things, like she kind of just melts into him. So they're making out on the bed at the same time everybody else is making out with everybody else. We get a a, a trio of making out. Um, and then he stops her and says, you know, we don't want to do this. Um, I don't want to do this. He's like, I do want to do it, but it's not the right thing to do right now. We're not ready. You're not ready. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's going to drive her home. I like this. I like that he he realizes, like, eh, this is probably too soon for us. Like, we're, yeah. we're not emotionally there yet. Let's, yeah. let's hold off and do it another time. I feel like versus you have, like, the Joey and Jack and the Jen and Dawson, who we don't know if they're having sex or not, but... Um, they're certainly going in that direction and I appreciate that Pacey has grown to a point because like even as early as early season two Pacey this is not what he would have chosen to do season one Pacey certainly isn't stopping things yeah the Um, old Pacey winner yes totally totally have sex new and improved Pacey will stop and they have a cute little like walk home or whatever so now we have the to be continued um so Mm -hmm. I have a question for you of the uh, Jack and Joey, Jen and Dawson, and Pacey and Andy, tr- like, duos, who's having sex first, if if any of those three couples? Um, so, like, I would say Dawson and Jen, but I just have a sneaking suspicion that Dawson and Joey are going to lose their virginities to each other. So I'm going to say Pacey and Andy will okay. probably be the first couple to have sex. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious because we do have a TBC. So could be that we start in the next episode with like one of the three couples having sex. It's certainly possible. I feel like if if Dawson has sex with Jen, I like before he has sex with Joe, I would that would be very shocking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see next episode. Well, maybe we won't, but we'll at least get conclusions to these make out storylines yeah to be continued is like very surprising like we haven't gotten one of those yet. and it didn't really feel like why warranted? did it have to be yeah why did it yeah. have to be to be continued i don't really I wonder understand. if it's because it like that means that next episode is going to pick up directly where this episode left off versus like oh. another day you know so what I mean? like it won't be like in the bed oh it'll be in somebody's bedroom but it won't be, won't be in, in dawson's, dawson's bedroom I mean, maybe not if we end up, I mean, although I feel like Pacey and Andy's story wrapped up very nicely, whereas we left off with like Jen and Dawson and Joey and Jack both making out. So I don't know, but it's, it's interesting. I really liked this episode. I felt like we didn't have Mitch and Gail's drama, which I was excited Mm -hmm. about. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a couple different interesting pairings happening. Um, Mm -hmm. I liked this one. I thought it was interesting. For me, it was pretty much like not a favorite, but it was still entertaining. Not my least favorite, but definitely not one of my favorites. It was okay. I think it's like 
it's not the best of season two because I feel like season two has been a very strong season. Right. Um, but I still feel like it was a pretty, like you said, a pretty good episode of Dawson's Creek, generally speaking. I'm really loving mm-hmm. season two. I think it's probably going to end up being one of my favorites just because I love like the emergence of Pacey and Andy. I love Andy as a character in general. I wish I liked Jack more. I really wish I liked him more. Um, but we'll see. He, he could get more interesting as time goes on for sure. Uh, doubtful. Um, I'm going to do some feedback. Lovely. Okay. We got an email from a listener named Miriam. Hey, girls. So I'm in the same boat as Sarah. I mean, I've never seen Dawson's Creek until listening to your podcast. And the plan for me was to go along with your schedule. But... I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> she binged it, didn't she? Ooh. No, I made a huge mistake last week. Entertainment Weekly had the cast reunited and they had the YouTube video in the background <gasps> since they were talking about how they created the show. But then they ended up telling all the spoilers and the epic ending <gasps> to the series. Oh, no. So now I know what's going to happen. Not sure if I should stick with the schedule you guys have or just binge the whole series. I'm so tempted now to watch the whole series. Anyways, you ladies are doing an amazing job on the podcast. Keep the great work. Signed, Miriam. So, Jessica, what advice do you have for Miriam? First of all, Miriam, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you got spoiled. That's so that's really frustrating because I feel like I mean, obviously, I would still say it's about the journey, not the destination. Like, I still feel like it's obviously worth watching and like it's fun to see kind of how they end up where they end up um I would say do whatever you want right like if you get into a groove and you want to binge like feel free to binge um if you want to like play the guessing game along with us because even though you know how it ends you still don't know like all the twists and turns that happen along the way um feel free to do that too whatever whatever is in your heart but if you think that you can hold off on a binge and want to watch along with us Obviously, I'd recommend that. I think it'd be fun to hear some of your theories as well. Um, But I'm really sorry you got spoiled. That's so unfortunate. I hate when that happens. That's so something that I would do. I like. Yeah, you're lucky you've been only mildly spoiled so far. Yeah, honestly, like I can't even Google like anything that I Google, like the predictive text just like you can't me up. Yeah, you're not allowed to Google. That's one of the stipulations in our contract yeah. for this podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we have an email from Dirtbag Kelly. Um, the subject line is high risk behavior, a.k.a. the klutz, which is what this <laughs> should be called. Freaking Jack. Yeah. I don't care for Andy fishing in the opening scene, but still great Pacey Andy opening. What? Uh, what was she fishing about? Like, oh, like, was it fishing, fishing? Like, was she asking him about like if oh. he wants to have sex? Yeah. Yeah. They had like a whole back and forth exchange about like, well, do you want to do it? Well, do you want to do it? Like you say first. I asked you first. I think maybe that's what he's talking about. Yeah. I mean, they should just know that they both want to do it. Yeah, I just think it's like they're in that awkward age where you're a little bit more insecure, probably, and you need, just need someone to reassure you before you say it. Yeah. Why wouldn't Dawson just say it's a romance so Joey isn't blindsided by the content later? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Like, she doesn't even... Well, she's totally going to be blindsided. There's no way he's going to tell her because he doesn't even believe that it's about them. 
he's in, he's delusional. Yeah, that's why he didn't. He say said, it "What did he say?" He, he, said, he said, "It's a it's a boy meets girl, girl meets boy story type of thing." Right, but like everybody knows it's about him and Joey, but he doesn't even believe that. So of course he's not going to tell Joey that. <sighs> yeah. Um. In regards to the movie, not a lot of talent on the creek, and uh, <laughs> Kenny should have tried out. Oh, Kenny! Yes. Oh, I keep yeah. calling Kyle by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Will Dawson make Abby a star? Not if Dawson can help it. No, I think that after that whole like failed makeout situation, I don't think he's I don't feel like he would cast Abby regardless because I feel like she's more trouble than she's worth on screen. Yeah. OK, so why of all people does Pacey know how important it is for the first time? To have sex for the first time. Really break this down for me because I'm totally lost. So Pacey says, like, believe me, like, I know how important it is. Do you think that he's regretting his first time because it was not really something special with, like, someone that he was in love with or, like, they had sex on, like, the hard ground and, like, it was passionate, but it wasn't romantic? Like, why do you think... Or do you think Pacey does know how important it is? Because, like, in his mind, it was special. Why do you think that all these characters, Pacey knows how what the importance of it, of it being the first time? That's what's interesting, right? Because he definitely like closed the book on him and Miss Jacobs and like, but at the same time, you got the feeling that he had like loving thoughts for her however I would say that at this point he is way more closer to like being in love with Andy than he ever was with Tamara oh yeah um so maybe he's thinking like I wasted my first time on Tamara and it didn't work out versus that relationship with him and Andy yeah like he's saying like he really wants to um you know, take it slow this time with Andy because he wants to have like a real relationship with her. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, look, like I could have had it with somebody that had like a long relationship with that's like going to mean something to me years and years down the line. And I like wasted it. But yeah, Um, Jack is not a virgin. Whoever Jack lost it to clearly blew his mind. And that is an embarrassing moment for Jack. The uh, under the towel. Well, I don't think he there was a towel at that moment. Yeah. The, the hard on. That's what it is. Yep. Um. So uh, climbing into the bedroom window in the middle of the night, not crossing the friends line. No one in the creeks locks up the windows at night. This is what we said. I feel yeah. like somebody has to lock their windows at night. You're going to get creepers crawling in your windows all the time. Yeah, I know. You got to lock them doors. Get that simply safe, not yes. sponsored. <laughs> so let me get this straight. PC paid for a room that no one's staying in. Yep, that was a good room, too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're you spending all this there. money on the room and you know you're not even going to spend the night there because you're teenagers and like your parents maybe possibly are looking mm-hmm. for you. Although none of these teenagers parents give a shit where they go. No. Wait, OK. Like they could have slept there. Could they have? I mean, doesn't Andy have to be home to like check in on her mom? Because Joe, mm. Joe, Jack's not know. there. Could they do? Uh, they could do other stuff. Just saying. PC and Andy, you mean? Yeah, they could do other of course, stuff. They have plenty of time. Yeah. Okay, so Jessica, um, Kelly wrote something, and I don't really know what this means. So maybe you can help me out with this. Okay. 
So I don't know if like it's just me being like illiterate again. <laughs> okay. So it says, okay, I'm pretty excited for Sex She Wrote. That's the name of the next episode. Sex She Wrote. That's Sex She Wrote is the name of the next. Okay, I believe so it's some, like Murder She Wrote, but Sex She Wrote. Uh, someone's having sex next episode. That's well, a spoiler. Well, I mean, what? He wrote that? No, no, no. I mean, like, oh, like the name hello, of the title. Produ- yeah, 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 yeah. The name could of the title. Be, could be. I mean, it could just be. I mean, we know how Dawson is. It could just be a million conversations about having sex because that's all they yeah. talked about in this episode. So it still could just be a continuation of that. Mm, really. OK. At the beginning of the season, I did a quick scroll and checked the title and write ups. This was the first one I saw. I remember to be fair, I was only I only remember five from the title of the write-up. Young Kelly called it is all I will say. So you'll have to let me know what you mean. You'll have to let me know what you mean by that, Kelly, when yes. uh, next week. Also, Linda is totally right about Andy, and no one is better for Pacey. We won't hear anything else, Jess. <laughs> not from Kelly, at least. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Number um, one Andy stan. And number one Andy stan. That's yeah. true. But yeah, so Pacey and Andy... One true pairing. T P T P O T P. What do we what do we used to call that back in the day? That's like a very 2007 saying. The OTP. 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 Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. OTP. Ship it. You know, the whole thing. Ship it. Also, they'd, be like, pod- uh, they'd oh. be like Pandy. Or Pandy. Or Ansi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ansi. I mean, that's pretty good for Ansi's that couple. great. Ansi. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the Felicity podcast, make it happen. We, I mean, it's on, it's, it's in our heads. It's in our like, heads for the, in another in year or so. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I will figure out the red dress episode, but that's my episode. If it happens, calling my shot now. I know I'm talking gibberish. Okay. So you're basically, you know, telling us what episodes you want to cover if we do Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll keep that in mind in the next year. When oh we do my Felicity. gosh. But I feel like you guys will like it. It's right up your alley. Anyways, great work as always, ladies. <laughs> Thank Thanks, <you>, Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> Like, it's like I'm calling this shot right now. He's like, like, I don't care if it's two years in the future. This is what's happening. We are watching Felicity if you like it or not. There you go. I mean, I feel like I'm going to like it. So. That's so funny. I love it. Um, oh, my God. I just opened up the picture and I just see Jack spreading his chocolate milk again. <laughs> so messy. It's so ridiculous. Okay. I just caught that the second time I watched, and I did not regret <laughs> watching a second time. After no, that. I'm so I'm very grateful that you pointed that out to me because I did not notice on yeah. my two watches. I think it's just all. a natural thing they have to do because, like, maybe when it first spilled, he didn't like the actor himself didn't think it spilled enough, so he just like wiped it around as if it's not going to be noticeable. Ridiculous, yeah. and I loved yeah, it. So I loved crazy. It. <laughs> um, fashion hour. It is time for the fashion hour. <sighs> um, um, the first of our two nominations um, or categories is the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. We have Andy for our first nomination. She is wearing a long sleeve powder blue shirt with a like roughly bottom on the on the bottom. And it uh, it has like a dragonfly or a butterfly on her chest. It could be bedazzled. High possibility. She has a saddlebag, a black saddlebag, and a long blue patterned 
um, maxi skirt. What do you think of Andy's outfit? Her hair is like straight with the little like floopy floops on the bottom, middle part, yada yada. Yeah. Um, the minute I saw this outfit, I knew it was going to be in fashion hour because as we all know, butterflies, dragonflies, all of those things, and especially the color blue and blue butterflies were like massive in the 90s so mm-hmm. popular I feel like this entire outfit makes sense to me as a 90s outfit especially like I feel like I owned a skirt like this I would never wear it nowadays um I'm just not if I'm wearing a maxi something it's a maxi dress not a maxi skirt but I do I do think this is a, a wonderful um exhibit ex- ex- exhibition no <laughs> exhibit whatever of the 90s um example example sure why not all of those words um yeah I I love this for Andy I mean I think that especially that purse too is another like the long strapped uh like side bag is very popular so yeah love that for her next up we have Jen and Jen is uh wearing a leather jacket never seen her with a leather jacket before but here we are she's a badass don't you know Mm -hmm. we have a gray shirt under it she's wearing like brownish pants Underneath all this, she has a black cami. Remember when you would used to wear V-neck t-shirts with the cami underneath? Yes. Yes. You had like, yes, you always had a, I always had a cami under everything I wore. Always mm-hmm. from Old Navy. Always had yeah. a built-in bra that didn't yeah. quite fit me. And like, yeah. I'm sorry. It was a piece of elastic. That shit was giving no support to big chested me no not helpful but i did wear them under every single outfit i had i do remember a cami yes yeah the camis i still have a couple camis but i don't have i don't wear them i only wear them when it's like a see-through shirt and Mm. you have to wear something under yes that makes sense yeah um, what do you think about this outfit? From yeah, Jen? I I like uh I like badass Jen with her with her leather jacket. Uh, very dark colors. I actually I don't know if it's just because we've been watching her for like ten episodes at this point. Um, but I'm not minding her hair as much. I think that maybe it's grown out a little bit and she's like yeah. styled it a bit differently. I'm still not like my favorite look on her, but I do think it works better with this specific aesthetic because it's more like rocker chick versus like. I feel like her hairstyle in season one was very like girl next door, um, yeah. which we already knew like Joey had on lock. So she had to switch it up a little bit and be like Jed mm-hmm. with her bad meth past, you know, yeah. um, she's really yeah. leaning into that. But uh, yeah, I don't mind it. It's a it's a little bit um, mono monochromatic. Is that the word yeah. for me? Like it could yeah. use a little bit of color, I think. But um, but yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. And then last up, we have Abby Morgan. I mean, I am still like a little mad at Abby, but you know, you got to forgive quick Mm -hmm. on the creek, especially when it comes to fashion hour. Yeah. So Abby is wearing her hair in some sort of clippy thing with the two strands in the front. She's wearing a long black dress that like cuts off at her ankles with these big black clunky shoes. And the dress has like the thinnest little straps in the galaxy. And it's a straight across neckline. Yes, I remember the days of a spaghetti strap. I really hated those days. I feel like I look like a linebacker in spaghetti straps, so it's not my favorite thing. But it is very 90s, especially a maxi dress, especially a chunky ass shoe, bitch. Woo, that's yeah. a chunky shoe. Um, I is. like this outfit, actually. I feel like I really like, I mean, can you go wrong with a black dress? Hardly ever. No. Um, so I really like it. But I will say I'm not picking an outfit I like or would wear. I'm picking an outfit that represents the most 90s of all of these. And to me, 
Nothing says 90s like a floral skirt and a freaking blue butterfly. So I got to <laughs> give it to my gal, Andy. Yeah, Andy. I see yes. you. Uh, next up, we had the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. Um, my first nomination is Joey's painting outfit, which has kind of been her vibe the entire season. We have <laughs> she looks like she's painting every episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a white, a white t-shirt, um, a dark pants, and a um, and throws on some sort of flannel over top. This one in particular is orange. I think we've seen it before, but she has her hair half up, half down, probably with some sort of a clip. And she's painting. She's painting up a storm. Yeah, I um, we definitely have seen a look like this on Joey before. I really prefer her hair half up, half down with like a little bit of a curl to it. I think me it does too. a lot for her. I feel like it looks um, kind of gives me vibes of like, I look really cute, but I didn't try. Yes. Um, and I, I really, really like that look on her. I hope she continues it. I get kind of bored of the like straight down hair with like nothing in it. Me too. Um, I like this look on her. It's a very casual look. And it to me, it really does look like a painter's look, right? Like it's almost like the flannel is almost like smock like, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, I like it. I think it looks good. Me too. My next and last nomination of the week is... Um, the towel boy himself. We got Jack in <laughs> towel boy. nothing but a white towel. Uh, this is a textured towel. Um, courtesy of the uh, Potter household's uh, linen closet. Um, and then also sponsored by Planet Fitness. Um, <laughs> pump your iron as yeah. you may. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack, surpri- I mean, I don't know, surprisingly, unsurprisingly, has no chest hair. Um, no chest hair. I feel like he does have a bit of a, gosh, what is it called? Happy trail? Smiley trail? Oh, I see it. I what is see that? it. Is that, am I right? Is it a happy trail? Happy trail. Okay, nailed it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of like a cream or a white towel. I just feel like it's asking <laughs> to be stained. But I can't really blame him for that. <laughs> what? We're talking about the outfit. What oh am I supposed god. to talk about? Oh my god, a white towel. You're dragging a white towel. Oh my <laughs> god. Because I just feel like a white towel. I understand people who like, I feel like people who have white towels are people you who own a lot of white it. things. That's why you get white is because you bleach it. Do you own white towels? Is that like your preferred color of towel? Um, I have gray towels. I have gray towels, too. I prefer a gray towel to a white towel. But again, I guess that's really the only thing I can critique in this outfit. It is like a weird towel, though. Like, it's very, like, patterned. Like, it Mm -hmm. it feels like Grams would own this towel. Yeah, no, this is, I can feel this towel. This is like, it has two piles. So there's like a high pile and a low pile. And it creates this pattern so that when you like swipe your hand against it like you can feel the texture yeah I know this yes. towel this is a Graham's towel it is it a makes, Graham's towel it makes sense that the potters would have this they don't have like the newest towels right they have like the old towels right um this is a hard one I feel like we've seen this outfit from Joey before but then again Jack is just simply wearing a towel so um <laughs> Oh, what to do? What to do? I'm going to give it to Jen just because I feel like Jen. that towel. Excuse me, not Jen, Joey. I feel like that towel that Jack <sighs> is wearing is a bit old school. So if we're going timeless, uh, I think Joey's outfit is more timeless than, okay. the, than the Graham's towel. 
All right. Fair enough. Congratulations to Andy and Joey. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So funny. I really liked this episode. I feel like here's the thing. I feel like it doesn't matter what the episode of Dawson's Creek is going to be like. We're going to have fun podcasting about it. So that's what makes it so fun anyway. It's Mm -hmm. just like making fun of these characters for how ridiculous they are. I think we found our niche of like teen drama to make fun of because it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So much fun. Um. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this too. This well, this time spent with you. Yeah, no, it was great. Like I feel like it's hard having a full week of not podcasting. We're so used to podcasting so often now that when we don't have a like a podcast day every few days, it's like, what's going on? Like we haven't talked. Like we haven't had like our little chit chat at the beginning. We talk all the time, obviously. For anybody who couldn't already tell. Um, but no, this was so much fun. I'm so excited to talk next week about sex. She wrote. I hope it's a scandalous episode. <laughs> Kelly's really hyping it up for us. Um, so I'm really, really excited. And we have so much fun bonus content coming out in June. That oh, I'm yeah. So we be busy. About. We're busy. Yeah. Who knew? Who would have guessed that we'd be busy another month? <laughs> So we have um, first up A Land Before Time with Lindsay Wilson. And then we are covering Now and Then with Deidre from the uh, PSR Discord. And you're a friend. You guys are friends. I love Deidre. Deidre is a wonderful person. I'm really excited for her to come on because Now and Then, Sarah and I both love it. It's a childhood classic for both of us. Um, Whereas Deidre has never seen it. And I think that's such a fun dynamic to bring in somebody who doesn't necessarily have the nostalgia goggles that we do. Um, So really excited about that. And obviously, Lindsay Wilson, a freaking rock star, like a great podcaster in her own right. Like, so pumped to have her on. I already watched Land Before Time. Uh, Very excited to talk about it. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm really excited, too. Um, you can always follow us on Shit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram to see what we're up to. Um, if you want to send in feedback um, at uh, Shit 90s Pod at gmail.com. Yes, please do. I love I we love this. Like, I feel like one of my favorite parts is getting the feedback and hearing what people think. And like, especially new viewers, like I love that. Please, especially if you're watching for the first time, let us know your predictions, your thoughts on everything. I think it's really fascinating. Not that I don't want to hear from people who have watched the show and loved it. I love hearing that feedback, too. We'll take it all. Um, But I think it's interesting hearing from people who've never seen the show before. Um, so please, please, please always send in feedback. Um, give us five stars if you're enjoying the podcast. We love more ratings and reviews. Uh, you can always find me over at Community Building on Post Show Recaps, uh, rewatching Community with Josh Wiggler, having a really fun time over there. And next week, we will be having Sarah on the podcast. So if you love our dynamic, definitely listen to that podcast. It's going to be so much fun. Look who finally invited me on. Yeah, as if we haven't had this scheduled since I started the podcast. (laughs) As Uh, if. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. You keep telling the people that. Yeah, sure, Jan. Sure. Yeah, we'll have different stories about this. Forever. Um, So, yeah, I think that's I think that's everything we've got. That's it. All right. So, everybody, we will talk to you all next week. Have a good one. Bye. Shit 90 shows taught me. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.